0: There's power in a trumpet on the hill above the sea. Power the voice of a supporter, but it all amounts to
1: nothing. Together we don't sing. There's power when we're not Welcome to the Loyal Locals Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Dyer, here sandwiched between Loyal home matches. We went from a few home matches and lots of away games, and now we have a full slate of very meaningful home games uh, coming on the heels of the Sacramento match at home on a on a Friday night, the first time ever uh, Loyal has a home game on a Friday night. And then tomorrow, Wednesday, Wednesday, we have the evil uh, San Antonio FCs of uh, San Antonio, Texas, coming in to uh, get some revenge on the loyal who uh, maybe uh, participated in some uh, questionable sportsmanlike uh, conduct, according to league officials. Uh, we can agree to disagree on that. And to help me uh, wade through all of these uh, complicated, nuanced, discussions is our producer john cross john how are you tonight
2: Uh, i'm doing very well i don't know how much i'm going to be able to contribute to this game conversation because when i was at the match i did not get to see very much of it i ended up in conversations and other things so i'm hoping to learn from you guys since i haven't rewatched it what actually happened to earn us a 1-1 draw
1: Well, uh, we do have a special guest tonight coming on to help us. Uh, I believe he did watch the match. Uh, Nate Wiggins is here. Nate, what's up, man?
0: What's up? What's up? Uh, It's been a while since I've been on the show. I think it was the end of last season after the unfortunate playoff loss. Uh, So I'm really happy to be back. And yes, I did watch the match. Um, And this was actually a a bit of a special match for me uh, because I brought my sister with me. Um, it was her second ever loyal match. And then I brought my uh, best friend from college and his fiance came to the match. It was their first ever, not only loyal match, but their first ever professional soccer match. And they had an absolute blast and definitely want to come back to another one.
1: Well, um, let's just get into it real quick. Um, so we are on the heels of a, a, a draw to Sacramento Republic, who coming in, I believe, were the number one team in the Western Conference uh, a very stingy defensive team who has, have been scoring uh, quite a bit lately in a, a fairly potent attack. Um, we, well, we did suffer uh, at the hands of, of that in the match, um, but we did come out with that 1-1 draw. Um, still missing key pieces in the lineup. Uh, Nate, what, what are your thoughts on, on the performance from Friday?
0: Um, I thought it was an alright performance, um, especially going against a team as good as as Sac Republic is. Like you said, top of the top of the Western Conference. Um, and I could say in the the, the pregame conversations at Coronado, the conversations I had, people were not feeling great going into the match. I feel like there was a bit of a, a thought of like, hey, you know, this team that we're playing is 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 pretty damn good. But um, I I feel good about a one one uh draw um at least about the result um again aspects of the performance that i thought were good aspects i thought that uh we can improve upon and shout out to that one player for sac republic that completely missed an open goal that was uh that was <laughs> that was uh that was pretty funny um, that was
1: just i that- mean he was so intimidated by uh goalkeeper coca vegas who is back in the lineup uh friday after missing a a couple games uh due to an injury um just his intimidating presence you know you get this in the nba with these dominant defensive centers where just their presence uh at the rim alters shots so maybe uh some of that was that play with uh with the uh, wide open that that uh and the goal that wasn't uh there late in the match um but you know what guess what that happens to us too like a lot so i'm fine I'm fine with it happening to somebody else and, mm-hmm. and yeah. getting out of that match with a point. Uh, so that's two draws, two consecutive draws against the best teams in the Western conference. Um, gosh, I'd really like to get a win, mix it a win in uh, with these draws, but given the continued uh, absence of, of, of uh, Charlie Adams, Uh, Who I believe I saw his picture on a a milk carton. Do they? They don't do that anymore. Well, there was an Amber Alert, I guess, is what we had uh, for Charlie Adams. Uh, Pictures from the match showed him in the stands. So he is still a a person that exists in the world. So that's good to see. Um, But I have not seen him on the pitch in quite a, a while. And given how important he is to the team. And uh, the noticeable drop in quality with him not on the field, getting draws against the best teams in the West. I mean, I really can't ask for much more than that.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, you know when you're when you're missing, you know the, in my opinion, the, the heart and soul, or one of the heart and souls of of, of this team, you know, not only on the pitch but off the pitch as well, a guy who's been part of this club for for so long. There is certainly a noticeable. Uh, there's no noticeable absence there and a noticeable presence and, and hole out on the field. And it's like, it's like you're saying, it's kind of the worst timing for this to happen because we're playing, you know, the top teams in the Western conference, but it's, it's, you know, I'm fine with, you know, if he's, if he's going to be out and be seeing these games right now, that's okay with me because my hope is that we're going to see these teams again uh, at some point uh, once the playoffs come around and um, you know we want him to be we want him to be fit. We want you know all our guys back. You know it's not only him. We're missing a few few key guys. Um, so it's like hey, I think some due
1: to now- suspension, but uh, <laughs> yes, others <laughs>
0: exactly have
1: uh, no uh, some
0: of so their own uh, own choices. Um, <laughs> but right now, I think it's just about treading water and and you know doing what you can to survive while those guys aren't out there.
1: Yeah, and now another aspect of Friday night's game because it was a Friday night. You know I wasn't sure what to expect uh, from the crowd. John, you're at the game. What did you think of Friday night's crowd? How was the atmosphere at the match?
2: I I think as we've been all this season, I think the atmosphere has been great and, and the attendance has been great. I, I think this being a Wednesday match, it'll be interesting. We always worry, but last time, I don't know, have we had we haven't had a Wednesday match this year, have we
1: yet? Th- is this the first one? I, it might be the first one. I don't remember. One. I
0: believe so.
2: Yeah, I. But if, towards the end of last year, I mean, we had worried about Wednesday matches, and frankly, I was surprised towards the end of last year how full our Wednesday matches were. You know,
1: I feel like you know, m- you know, the loyal might only draw you know five thousand people a game, but those five thousand people kind of come to every game. It seems like um, we've. I, I was a little uh, apprehensive in the beginning of the match Friday uh, because one hundred nine felt a little thin. Uh, the the main stands were definitely a little thin, but uh, you know by the twentieth minute, the thirtieth minute, like it was, it looked pretty full in there, and and the uh, the, the announced attendance was north of five thousand. So I feel like uh, the five thousand that show up seem to show up, and um, yeah, I'll, I'll be interested to see what uh, we draw for San Antonio tomorrow. Um, important. Uh, supporter group news uh, Tomorrow uh, We do have a match tomorrow Wednesday, June 14th It is against uh, SAFC, the San Antonio Football Club, who We just played in Texas To a contentious uh, Draw uh, This is the Match that had uh, their Supporter section heckling uh, Our 16 year old Baby goalkeeper um, uh, and when they were doing that uh, He did keep a clean sheet in that second half When he was uh, right by their section So good job guys And uh, the, uh, the The sideline Tackle that wasn't With uh, was, um, Grant Stoneman That earned him A uh, nothing Not any, uh, th- I don't know if they gave him a yellow card During the match for that uh, It was not a red but uh, the league went ahead And suspended him um And, uh, of course, uh, Nick Moon picking up uh, a, a red card at the end of that match and suspended for the Sacramento game. So uh, a lot of back and forth in that match. After the game, uh, Coach Nate Miller had some words about San Antonio, uh, alleging that players were punching and spitting on our boys in the box. Uh, I don't know uh, if anybody has seen any videographic evidence of said allegations, but you know what? I'm going to believe it because Nate said it and uh, hey, we're fan media. I don't need to I don't need very much evidence. Uh, Coach says it. I'm on board. (laughs) They were biting and spitting and clawing and uh, deserve everything they get. So they are going to come in with a big chip on their shoulder and we need to meet them with uh, a roaring 5,000 at Torero. Um, Nate, what are your thoughts coming into tomorrow against San Antonio?
0: Well, I think, you know, this is a, this is a chippy, chippy match always. And I think it goes back to even before, even, um, even before that last time we played them, even before, uh, before last season, I think a lot of it goes back to that, that playoff match in 2021. Um, and kind of where, you know, I, I remember on social media there, even their social media team was kind of bantering us before the game. And then I remember Landon had, um, uh, I believe some comments about them, and so I think ever since then, you know, this has been kind of a, you know, I, I don't want to call it a rivalry per se, but there's definitely a little bit of of nastiness and a little bit of edge uh, when these two teams play. And I think it's because both teams are so good. Because again, like you know, both teams expect to see each other again in the uh, in the playoffs, uh, and so you know, that's that's what you want. You want, hey, if they're going to come out with intensity, we got to come out with intensity, and you know, if they're gonna. Uh, throw a punch, you know, metaphorically, then we got to throw one right back. And I expect us to come out with, you know, uh, come out there and, and match any sort of nastiness and any sort of um, come, out, uh, come out and match any grit that, that they come at us with.
1: So coming out with intensity, uh, this is something we've struggled with. John, uh, do you have any confidence that this team in the first 20 minutes of a match uh, can show us the type of intensity that, that Nate is, is calling for here?
2: Well, I'm going to put my fan media hat on and say, absolutely. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a struggle. It's been a struggle all year long. We've known it. We've seen it. It's, I would like to hope for a big match. I mean, we're only separated by two points in the standings right now. This, this is, this is a big match for both teams. Uh, We, we, pulled out the draw with them last time. They're they're gonna come ready to play, I'm sure. I I hope we match that intensity, not just all game, because we do well second half consistently, but we have got to come out in the opening 20 minutes and really play like we're playing a home match, right? Against a team battling for these top four spots and get us in good position. And frankly, we win this match and it it gives us a tiebreaker over San Antonio all mm-hmm. right? if we end up tied on points at the end of the season. So uh, yeah, we, we have to come out strong.
1: Yeah. Uh, one thing about this team and, and, you know, I heard on uh, the commentary uh, of one of these games that loyal is known as a physical team, which I guess if you have Grant Stoneman, you're going to have that reputation, but <laughs> uh, San Antonio is a, a physical team. And this is kind of how they've, Uh, handled loyal and the uh, play style that this team wants to play with this kind of uh, maybe less so with, with Nate Miller, but uh, it's still there. This, this possession, uh, beautiful game type of, uh, of, of, of attack. Um, And it was, it's been very effective for San Antonio in that, in that playoff match to uh, just kind of, attack that attack with their defense by being very physical. So um, it's I think very important for loyal. If they are trying to make a case that they are a contender for the Western conference, they want to be the Western conference champions. They want to be in the championship game, um, having your biggest uh, opponents, your biggest rivals at the top of the conference in your home stadium back to back Uh you need to Show that you belong in That conversation because I mean yeah Everybody gets a point in a draw but A draw nobody makes a statement With a draw uh you You got lucky in San Antonio With the comeback draw that felt like A win but it's still only one point Uh Sacramento comes into the building And it's Still another draw uh at some point you got to beat these guys
0: yeah i mean this, yeah, this is I, so sorry go ahead
2: john i was going to say i i agree on on the one hand that right we only get the point but also they only get the point you know we we are keeping them from pulling further away but i agree absolutely under we we if we are going to be one of those top teams and say we are a threat to win the western conference title we we need to at some point start making bigger statements against these teams instead of just playing tough and drawing in these games. Now I am encouraged
1: by, and I'm sorry, Nate, I want to ask you about this actually. So um, I am encouraged by the resurgence of Ronaldo Damas. He's now scored in, uh, is it two consecutive matches that we've he's scored in? Um, He did start against Sacramento, whereas he came off the bench in San Antonio um, Nate, what are your thoughts about about Ronaldo Damas and um, his role in getting this team to where we all kind of think they should be?
0: Yeah I think he's um, still trying to find his footing and trying to settle into uh, the the style that Nate wants to play um, I, I think that you know the the I was having this conversation with with a friend of mine yesterday and ultimately, I feel like some of our our struggles in the final third aren't necessarily about like the players that we have. I think a lot of it is about the players that we don't have. I think that we are strongly, strongly, strongly missing the presence of Kyle Vassell. Um, I know that that was a you know a, a, that was a that was a whole situation in terms of the reason why he's not back. But I think that his his style of play fit exactly what um, what Nate uh, what Nate wants to do. I mean, obviously it's, it's unfortunate that that he's no longer here. But uh, you know, I'm, I'm not. And again, I don't, I'm not saying that as a criticism of Ronaldo Dominguez. I think that he has, again, still trying to find his footing. You know, uh, congratulations to him. It was last week, I believe, he was Western – or he was a USL player of the week. Yes. Um, so, again, yes. you know, that's – The you know, the
1: brace yeah. against San Antonio. Yeah. And the comeback.
0: Yeah, so then that's what? Yeah, three goals in the last uh, last two matches. That's That's great. I think it's, you know, that's – uh, all that's what strikers need is that they need that confidence in in front of goal so i think he'll continue to improve throughout the year um, and i am you know excited to see what what he does um in these in these you know next couple matches
1: um speaking of the next match john uh what do people need to know about the match tomorrow when are we setting up uh where are we pre-gaming and um what time
2: does the match start All right, so as usual, kickoff will be at 7 p.m. at Torero. We will do pregame for anybody who's helping with pregame setup. That is, we'll meet 4 o'clock in the circle. It's what we usually do on a a weekday instead of the weekends. Weekends, it's usually 3, so we'll do 4 o'clock in the circle to get set up, which then also pushes back our Coronado time, so 5-ish to meet at Coronado Brewing for the pregame. But kickoff is still at 7, so we're still meeting at 6.35 at the Fountain for the march. The march will happen sometime between 6.40 and 6.45. Man of the Match voting, as always, will be will open up in the 70th minute. So you need to do that on Discord. So if you're not on Discord yet, get on Discord so you can participate in Man of the Match voting. And again, for had some people ask me last match. Our, just a reminder for anybody who might be new out there. Our man of the match where we give the growler is different than what they announce in the stadium. Sometimes it's the same player, but we pick our own player for man of the match there and award them the growler at the end. So if you want to help choose who the man of the match is, you want to get on discord post-match for those who are interested, we'll be going to O'Brien's for anybody who wants to meet up. And then the last couple of big things that are very specific to this match. There are two merch drops for this game in particular. If you've seen it online or if you're a season ticket holder and got the email this week, because Andrew, I know how you love to read your emails. Uh, There is a hat, one of the official league hats that will be available for purchase in the stadium, as well as the purple goalkeeper kit. You'll be able to get those in the stadium if you are at the game on Wednesday. Oh, and last thing for us, probably the most important, because this is the closest game to June 19th. And In honor of Juneteenth, we are going to be doing a blackout in 109. So if you have your BLM jersey, if you own one of those, please wear it to 109 on Wednesday. If you don't, wear something black as well. Could be maybe the old Royal Select jersey or one of the other things, but we're trying to do a blackout in that section. But if you have the BLM jersey I'd like you to wear the BLM jersey. I think those are the big things for the match.
1: Yeah, uh, I did wear my purple jersey in in honor of the new purple jersey that is is coming out. Uh, I think the new one looks better than this one. So uh, good luck. I know it's also limited. Also benefits Rady's children uh, as the goalkeeper kits do. They like to. Uh, I think they give twenty percent of uh the revenue from the sale of these kits uh back to rady's so you can feel a little less bad about spending 80 bucks on a shirt um which is you know hey it's it's all good um you you want to look good in the stands um and uh that new purple kit is uh going to go a long way in helping you do
0: that yeah and then um also you know uh John mentioned, you know, with this being our Juneteenth match, um, obviously, you know, we have there's the the BLM kit um, that was released by the club, but then we also have the uh, the locals uh, Black Lives Matter T-shirts, which is my personal favorite uh, piece of merch that we that we ever dropped, um, partially because I had a hand in creating it, um, and you know, I, I just I, I think it's important for us to acknowledge a just such an important um, such an important event in American history, um, and, and I'm I. Personally, as, as you know, a, a Black person, I'm, I'm very grateful that, that, that we take the time to acknowledge something that is just you know, so, so important and something that, that needs to be acknowledged.
2: Yeah, and thank you for the reminder about that shirt. I don't own that shirt, so it was not in my frame of reference, so I totally forgot about that, so thank you for bringing that up as another option for people to wear on Wednesday.
1: Uh, and also in, in merch news, if you are one of the first, uh, is this, this is also a limited hat. Uh, the corduroy hat is back. This is not the all green and orange one, but a, uh, it's, it's like a brownish sand color that they've got on this one. It's also a corduroy. Um, you have another crack at one of these, uh, limited edition, hats if you get to the match early. So uh, all the more reason to come out on a Wednesday and uh, help us get over the, uh, the, the the San Antonio, the hill of San Antonio.
2: And uh, other acknowledgements for the month here in June. We are also doing a ride-raiser as a reminder. So we got another goal in the match sack Sac Republic. So that brings our total up to four. So now, and I think, let's see if we can bring this up here. So I'll scroll down a little bit. So we have uh, four goals so far that we have scored as a team. We have $151 as our total pledge amount per goal, which gives us a total of $604 so far for June. Again, as we mentioned last week, if you haven't donated yet or contributed, there's still time. You can do it all the way till the end of June. Um, or you could just give a flat donation if you don't want to do the the goals um, pledge that we're doing. Come on, it's uh, more fun. Group. Do
1: it by goal. And then if they don't score a lot of goals, you just donate
2: more. That's right. So but we're going to score a reminder, lot of goals. We're, we're doing that. You can find it on the Pride Razor site. There are links and stuff to it in the Discord as well. Uh, but if you can, go ahead and... and Pledge for the goals, and hopefully, we can score quite a few goals on Wednesday night against San Antonio. So,
1: moving beyond Wednesday's match, John, I know you have the calendar in front of you. What are some other important dates coming up that folks need to know about?
2: Uh, right now, I mean, just looking at, we've got pride. or we've got the Pride Parade coming up in July. So I believe, I don't have, unfortunately, the actual date in front of me on this rundown today, but mid-July is when we do the Pride Parade and I'm sure very soon here in the next couple of weeks.
0: I believe it's July. Okay,
2: that's what I was thinking the 15th. Uh, But there should be something coming out in socials and in Discord. Uh, Usually what we do is get some kind of Google form to see what the interest level is. So we know how many people are looking to march in the parade. So that's coming up. We do have the barbecue with the team coming up, but probably the big thing that was announced this last week uh, is we're playing a team from Germany here at the end of July. Oh, uh, Who are are we playing? Is it it
1: Bayern Munich? (laughs) Is it uh, the only team in Germany I know of? Or is it uh, a different German team?
0: Uh, it's a different German team. Uh, I'm very, very excited about this. Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, in addition to being a fan of Senegal Loyal, I'm also a diehard fan of Borussia Dortmund. So oh, no. uh, um, All of you can imagine my excitement when I found out that uh, Borussia Dortmund was going to be coming to uh, San Diego to play uh, Senegal Loyal on July 27th at 7 p.m. at Snapdragon Stadium. Um, And yeah, I am just absolutely elated, over the moon, excited
1: about it. Where are you going to be sitting at this match, Nate? I'm just (laughs) wondering about your presence (laughs) on this podcast now. I'm
0: just going to take take a sip of my water. I know
1: you're not trying to be part of some kind of wall, some Hmm. kind of yellow wall.
0: Take a sip of my water and
1: tell y'all that
0: tickets. Uh, for this match, are already uh, are already on sale. Are already They're available. not putting
1: you on their podcast, Nate. Yeah. They're not putting you on their <laughs> podcast, bro. You're on so, this one.
0: Uh, uh yeah. So, uh, yeah, tickets for this match are already on sale. <laughs> 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 Keep on going. Um, and yeah, I uh, I made sure to uh double sign up for both. I, uh, obviously being a loyal and ticket holder was already signed up for that pre-sale signed up for the, for the Dorban presale as well. And I, I believe the pre-sale tickets, uh, they, they became available. It was Thursday at 10 a.m. and by 10.02 a.m. I had already bought, bought my tickets. Cause I was like, yeah, there's no way that I'm going to miss this. Um, so yes, very, very excited about it. Um, not only, you know, from a personal standpoint, but also I think that this is a great chance for, um, for the loyal and the locals to, to showcase I I mean, it's
1: a massive club. I mean, San Diego Loyal is a huge, massive club. Uh, I mean, of course, we're going to draw top, you know, UEFA teams because uh, that's who we are. They want to come through here and they want to they want to have their crack at the USL's greatest the greatest one of the greatest pro uh, soccer franchises in the US. So who could blame them for uh, wanting to come through?
0: Yeah, no. So the day that this was announced was the same day that it was announced that uh, Jude Bellingham is going to be leaving Dortmund to go to Real Madrid. And my buddy texted me saying, I guess Jude Bellingham was afraid of loyal. And I'm like, I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's just a coincidence that that happened on the same day. Uh, Yeah, this is uh, just going to be an extremely, extremely uh, fun and, and, and beautiful night. Um, I think just a, a, an opportunity, again, to, to kind of showcase who we are, um, a game that's going to be nationally televised on ESPN. Who we
1: are. And the where are you going to be when we're being who we are, Nate? What, let's, let's revisit this. Yeah, because I think this brings up a really interesting uh, part, point about this match, is that uh, these big European clubs have uh, big international followings. And we run the risk of being outnumbered in our own Home turf, uh, which would be just absolutely devastating to see more yellow in that stadium than uh, Tory Green and, and orange and, and all that. So uh, it's very important if you have the means, if you uh, have the supporter group code that you buy the tickets, come out. And um, stand with your supporter group Unlike some other people who have already decided (laughs) To not do that And instead join uh, a a, a different uh, I'm not talking about anybody in particular No, I'm not saying, I'm not pointing any fingers I'm just saying that I know that there are multiple people um, Affiliated with the supporters of San Diego Loyal Who um, are are ready to just turn their backs on this club and uh, march to the opposite side of the stadium and uh, cheer against uh, the team that we live and die for. Uh, It's just devastating. And uh, all the more reason that uh, as many people as can come out, support the loyal, uh, you know, given everything that's going on, Uh, the uh, San Diego State backing out of a deal to have Loyal play at Snapdragon, right? Uh, In anticipation of MLS. Um, Given uh, the uh, impending arrival of MLS at Snapdragon, uh, you have a lot of kind of these uh, outside storylines. Yes, it's just a friendly, it doesn't count, it doesn't, but it doesn't count, but it matters. If if that makes sense, uh, that we come out and, and show the team support um in these these trying times
2: and um in relation to this a little bit i i want to make a public apology for something i said on the show last week and and a complaint as well (laughs) we we have talked how we always get called out in the chat when we say something wrong and i usually do not listen to our shows back because i've heard them but i was Around the house, and I was listening to a podcast that ended, and then one of ours came on. I don't remember if it was the lounge, or if it was this loyal locals podcast. And we were talking about Dortmund, and I referenced the supporters group as the Black Wall rather than the Yellow Wall. And I can't oh, believe! Come on, who in, cares in it's the dumb. chat? Germany, well, dude, we're
1: so far from Germany. Like, we don't have to give them an ounce of respect. They're coming into our to our building into our city and they're going to play against our club
2: well i I just want to let you know i'm around the house and i'm doing stuff and i was taking a drink some and i practically spit out my drink hearing myself say that and (laughs) i i can't believe nobody called me out not a single person not all week not in the chat i don't know if nobody's listening (laughs) but i i didn't get called out once so i i heard that and just cringed uh, so i want to apologize i do know what the name is and i just i don't know what i was thinking when i said that but as a transition also speaking of german soccer we are we had talked in the lounge and a little bit here for our bums book club and i would want everyone to know i have my actual copy of yeah. Pirate Spunks and politics so i've already that's a, started that's reading a rarity you got a your little hands bit on wow i know no, we're so, you're
1: to, so this book club isn't going to have we we all have to share the same book so you're going to read it you're going to give it because so, there's only one copy of this book in the world right like this is the only copy
2: you, you know what happens like you just actually have to pull the trigger and and do it,
0: <laughs> this is, it oh i thought this was going to be like sisterhood of the traveling pants where they're all sharing like the same like the same pair of same pair of pants throughout the summer I... does anyone never never saw got it me? No. oh okay all right That's yeah i guess it's a sorry scene. i
1: was busy watching uh triple x and uh <laughs> fast and the furious movies uh to
2: <laughs> make of time for and yeah. no, I,
1: I do not enjoy those movies actually i'm trying i'm trying to shame nate which shame on me
2: <laughs> By the way, like, if,
0: fourth time you've done it in the last two minutes. <laughs> oh gosh, oh, I'm sorry,
2: I'm sorry. But just one more time for those who have not got their book yet: get your book, go order it, find it. Mine's actually a used copy. I've got a used one, so we're gonna go and and read that. And it's somewhere towards the end of the summer. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it on a lounge episode. So go get your book if you haven't gotten your book yet. who said I think that the this last supporter group sorry. is
1: not like a. Uh, a high and sophisticated uh, organization uh, with our book club. Uh, we're expanding our knowledge, uh, learning about uh, other cultures and other clubs. So uh, it'll actually, I think I'm actually looking forward to this. It'll be uh, a lot of fun to to read it.
2: Yeah, I, I think it'll be good. And the last kind of internal group thing we have, our um, supporter gaming league team played earlier this evening and uh, they beat the LAFC Tigers. I believe that's who they were playing tonight, but they won their match tonight. I I think, I don't know. Andrew, do you know you have some connections to the team now? Are they undefeated? Hey, in uh, yeah. Young, tonight, young season here. They're
1: undefeated. Uh, I was actually had to race my uh, my child home because he is on the team, and he wanted to make it home in time to play. They moved the time up from their usual time, so a uh, very stressful hectic uh drive home so that he could uh play um yeah, from what i saw they were up and they play a best of 5 so if if they won then
2: that's great they they but won yeah, in they four went. matches
1: oh yeah. ooh, that's too bad. they've been winning in three like they haven't been like they it's best of 5 and they've been just uh really dominant so far this season um, the first week they may have stretched may have been uh, it may have not been a a, th- a sweep, but last week was. So
2: well, the the match they lost went to overtime. Hmm. So they they was it was a fairly dominant performance.
1: So I went back and uh, because my wife was uh, very uh, just tickled by the live stream of the uh, supporter gaming league, um, the uh, commentary they couldn't figure out if we were the loyal or the locals. And they, you know, it was just very funny, uh, their commentary. And she was just like, I think she probably watched that stream like five times because she thought it was the funniest thing. I watched it only once. Um, but it's actually, uh, kind of fun. Uh, if you have some time to kill, uh, and you want to watch these matches, they do post them afterwards. So you can go back and see what, what we're talking about. Um, but yeah, they're really good, and uh, my kid's on there, so he's really good, and it's
2: fun to watch. All right, I think that's uh, that's it for our news items. I don't I don't see anything else on the rundown here. Well. So
1: we can transition straight into uh, making fun of all of these suggested names for the MLS team, or do we want to save that for the lounge?
2: (laughs) I think we should save that for the lounge.
1: Okay. 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 So um, if you're watching the stream, that lounge will begin at 9 PM. Um, If you are listening to this on a podcast feed at a later date, it will be the next or previous. hmm, I'm not sure the order in which they're released. Um, It will be next to this on your, uh, on your podcast feed. Um, John, I do want to ask because we do have multiple uh, products, multiple pieces of content uh, on our social media, uh, YouTube and podcast feeds. Um, What else is going on in the bum PV cinematic universe?
2: Uh, We should have a Bums Breakdown episode coming out. I was just checking to see if it was online yet, and I'm not seeing it. Uh, I know they they should have it recorded already. I know they were doing, because we all have a tight turnaround time with a Wednesday game. So it's probably going to come out early tomorrow, so look for that on YouTube. I'm not sure how quickly it will be out on the podcast feeds, but if you want to watch it before the match on Wednesday, check it out on YouTube. That'll be coming now, out. So that's with Max and Dylan doing the breakdown. I, I can't
1: recommend uh, Max and Dylan's shows enough uh, because, you know, w- we barely know these players' names. You know, sometimes we talk about these games. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, I, I remind everybody of that every week. Um, but these guys do know what they're talking about. And um, what they say does make sense And um, they uh, most of the time get the names right and uh, the scores right and the dates and everything right. So uh, I highly recommend if you are looking for uh, a show with that tactical, you know, analysis of the team of their matches, uh, please, please, please check out uh, the the Bums Breakdown shows um, and the uh, there's the breakdown and then there's the after show, uh, the after game Show that they do locals' the last call. Locals' last call. Um, check them out. Uh, those guys uh, do a lot to to make those shows happen, and uh, it's really good. So,
2: and we're we're trying to work out a new kicking it with the locals with uh, the Steel Army from Pittsburgh Riverhounds before our match next week. So hopefully Thursday is what we're shooting for. So we're trying to nail down the logistics for that. So we'll get another kicking it with the locals out.
1: All right. Well, um, we've got about uh, 20 minutes. Uh, We're going to take a break and be back at nine to continue the stream if anybody needs to get refreshed, um, have a light meal, perhaps. Uh, Nate, where can people find you?
0: Uh, People can find me on uh, both Twitter and Instagram, Uh, my at and Wiggins 11 for both of those. Although I am deciding to take a bit of a, break from twitter i haven't tweeted since uh may 27th and my goal is to uh stay off twitter for the entire summer i am uh you know twitter is a interesting place and has
1: has anything changed or something uh,
0: and i just i've just uh decided to step away from twitter but you know if you uh you know i I will unfortunately probably be back on that uh site once the fall rolls around so you can find me on there at and wiggins 11 again same thing uh with instagram as well uh, where you can see all of my uh, all of my fun Instagram stories, which are usually just uh, pictures of me and beer. So good stuff there.
1: John, where can people find
2: you? Uh, pretty much the best place to reach me is on Discord at John Cross.
1: All right, and I'm Andrew Dyer. I am on Twitter at Andrew P Dyer. Uh, I'm also on the Discord. So yeah, if you. Have anything uh, to say? You want to say something to me about my comments about the yellow and black wall? Like, go ahead. You know where to find me. <laughs> if you have any feedback about the show, um, if you hate it, if you love it, if uh, you think we could do better, uh, let us know because um, this is your show, the Supporters Group uh, podcast. This is the main one. Um, if it is not meeting your expectations or if there's something, You think we can do better? Please let us know. We uh, would actually really appreciate that because it would be incredibly helpful. Um, We're doing this for y'all. Agreed. Uh, Let us know. And um, yeah, we'll be back at nine. So, and come out tomorrow.
2: We need you. All right. Good night. Peace, everybody.